This is a Thunder Dog podcast. Hello, and welcome to Midnight Musing. This is the podcast where I talk to my friends about the things that keep them up at night. I'm Evan, your host, and, uh, well, I'm also kept up at night by these same things. On this episode of the show, I'm talking to my friend Mallory. We met at school back in second year in a class where we both hated the prof and then reconnected in fourth year when we were assigned to the same group for a semester-long project. I think in many ways, Mallory and I have the same sort of mindset, so this conversation was really interesting because in a way I was picking my own brain while I was talking to her. So today we're talking about motivation or lack thereof. It can be hard to convince yourself to do things when you're not exactly confident in your decision. And that's where we both kind of find ourselves. We have the whole world ahead of us, and we're just kind of stalled at the start line. So we talk about our struggles with procrastination and lack of motivation, coping mechanisms that we use, and coping mechanisms that maybe we should try out. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Yeah, how do we jump into motivation? Um, That's the real question. I don't know. It depends on how motivated we are. That's a good joke. Oh, but um, um... I guess the easiest way to start is, like, what is your relationship with motivation? Like, how how motivated are you? Would you say you're a motivated person? I think, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today. I think my self-motivation is non-existent. Mm -hmm. Honestly. The only thing that gets me motivated is when people are like waiting on me for something or someone says like can you do this for me right because then i'm like i cannot let this person down and that's what motivates me right i think that's fair i think a lot of people yeah yeah but when it comes to like just me doing something for myself Mm -hmm. i always throw it to the side because i'm like no i'm not i'm not gonna do that i procrastinate literally everything oh yeah and it i procrastinate the stuff that's most important like applying for jobs or like when we were in school like doing that paper oh yeah i would go out and do like the stuff i wanted to do before that like our video stuff i'd Mm -hmm. be much more motivated to do a side video than write the essay that we had to do while school is on strike right yeah yeah oh yeah i waited until the last week to start writing oh me too uh greg kelly don't listen to this but i feel kind of the opposite way okay sometimes where if someone asks me to do something, I'm like, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because mm-hmm. you want me to do it. I, I felt that. <laughs> until that until the last minute. I will still like get things done. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. But it's usually waiting until the last minute because like, I just don't. See, that's exactly like me too when it's something that I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, I have enough confidence in myself to know that it's going to get done, Mm -hmm. but it's going to get done within like the last hour and I'm not going to get any sleep or eat anything. Yeah. It's not going to be a fun time at the end, but it will get done. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a pretty common problem 
Yeah. If it's even a problem. See, I feel like it's a problem that's okay to have when you're in school. Yeah. But in the real world, really fucks you up. Oh, it's a bit messy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like in school, maybe you have a few assignments that pile up. But in the end, like, you know, the semester has a deadline. Mm-hmm. Whereas life, it's like, oh, things can just keep piling up and piling up. And then you're 80. Yeah, exactly. That's literally what I'm thinking. I'm going to be so old. Yeah, I know. I had like a, an existential crisis in grade 12 when we talked about retirement in one class. Oh I was my like, God. I'm going to be at that point someday. And I almost freaked out. See, that wasn't even on my radar then. I was so naive in high school. Oh, of course. Like, I wasn't thinking about the future at all. And then once we graduated, I was like, oh, no, Mallory, you got to get real now. Like, you got to sort a plan out. You got to get ahead of things. Mm -hmm. And then it all comes back down to motivation. Like, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's all about the grind now. I don't want to do it because I'm afraid. Like, I don't know where I'm going. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's easier to not make a decision than to make a decision and it turn out to be wrong. Yeah, exactly. So if I can just put off the decision making, I'm just going to not do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's that with jobs. It's like, oh, I'm just not going to apply to jobs because if I don't apply, I can't get rejected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fear of rejection, fear of failing. Apparently, I don't know the age on this one. Okay. Don't check my facts. But apparently your prefrontal lobe, which is like in charge of making decisions Mm -hmm. for men, it doesn't develop until I think you're 30 or maybe it's 33. So if you're having trouble with decisiveness, just blame it on that. And then women, I want to say is like mid to late twenties, but yeah, that's a problem for me as well. Decisiveness. It all like combines itself with decisiveness, motivation, procrastination. Because once you make a decision, that's when you can start doing things. Mm-hmm. If you don't decide, then you don't have to do it because you're still, oh, well, I'm making up my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad at making up my mind. Oh, me too. <laughs> I need some, I, I'm going to be a little hypocritical in this episode because I just said when someone tells me what to do, I say, fuck you, I don't want to. <laughs> but I also want someone to tell me what to do because then I don't have to make up yeah, my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so much easier for someone to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay, well, that's the expectation. I'm going to get it done eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. But it's like at some point you do eventually have to start doing things for yourself. And that's I know. tough. I know. Well, what? the hardest part is you have to make that decision of what's going to make me happy for the next 50 years. What can I put my energy into that where yeah. I'm going to be happy? And then you think, oh, could I make my hobby a job? But then you think... I wish. If you make your hobby a job, eventually that it's just going to be a job and you're going to yeah. lose all the fun out of it. It's going to lack what it once was. Yeah, and then you have to find a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Because... It's a cycle. Yeah, because you still... <laughs> you, you never want to take your work home, really. Mm-hmm. So if your hobby becomes your job then what are you going to do when you're not working? Because mm-hmm. now you don't have a hobby, you have a job. Exactly. And some people are totally down with like... Taking work home. Taking work home That's and so like... not me. Working all the time. And like, I get that sometimes, but I also very much need time to relax. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be able to just 
turn it off and like re rejuvenate yeah. i guess yeah it's impossible to go at 100 percent all the time right yeah i god bless the people who do that but it's but they're also gonna me. die at like 42 because their heart's gonna give out <laughs> true right they're like, gonna have gray hair because of all the stress yeah <laughs> no i'm like that too i like like when i pursue whatever it is mm-hmm. i would like to come home and work be separate yeah and me working two jobs from home makes it very difficult to separate mm-hmm. that, right? Like, well, it's so easy when Netflix is right in front of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's impossible. Because, mm-hmm. like, especially there's no one watching you. So it's just like, exactly. I don't have to do this right there's now. There's no one to keep you accountable. Yeah. Right? Accountability is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Where it's not even necessarily like a boss, but if someone is checking in on you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm doing work at home. That's totally different from me doing work at a cafe, mm-hmm. even. Complete strangers. They have no actual investment in what I'm doing on mm-hmm. my computer. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're there makes me need to work. Yeah. Right? It's almost it, like a sense of proving yourself mm-hmm. in a way. I was like that in school, too. Like, whenever I had homework that I didn't want to do, like reading the law textbook, oh, I would say... I just didn't. Okay, I'm going to the LRC. Like, we're mm-hmm. doing this. There's people around. Like, they're going to keep me accountable because I knew, like, I, I don't have the self-motivation to do that for myself. Yeah. So, do you have any other tricks for motivating yourself? Um, usually, it's lists. I make a lot of lists of mm-hmm. the things that I need to do and obviously my procrastination kicks in and I prioritize which I'm going to do first mm-hmm. um, and then that with a combination of accountability like I'll text my boyfriend and say I'm going to do this today and he'll say okay you're going to do this today so I'm like shit I have oh, to do no. this today like yeah. <laughs> I don't want my boyfriend to think I'm a lazy bum exactly Yeah. just like that and going on my run today I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, my brain wants to go on a run, yeah. but my body doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but if I tell my boyfriend I'm going to go on a run, he's going to come, come home, home and ask, yeah. did you go on a run? And I'm the shittiest liar, so obviously <laughs> I have to go on a run. Yeah. yeah, I'm sort of the same way. I like to make schedules. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know I have a deadline, even if it's a self-imposed deadline, mm-hmm. it's way more likely to get done. Mm-hmm. It'll get done last minute, but it'll still get There's done. There's still that deadline. I completely agree. Yeah, like... The previous episode to this, episode four of Midnight Musing, was like three weeks late because I was giving myself the excuse of, oh, well, I'm moving, oh, I'm getting adjusted, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes four hours to edit a podcast. I had four hours. Right. But since I had kind of given up on the original deadline of the 15th, I didn't really have the need to get it done Mm -hmm. until... I posted on social media and I was like, yo, this episode's coming out Monday. And then Sunday I was like, ah, fuck. Now it's got to get ended. Yeah, you put it out there, so you got to do it. And I got it up. It got up there. Accountability is definitely something that Mm -hmm. would help. To some degree, what I like will impact what I do. But sometimes I don't even do the things I like to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Like, even if it's as simple as watching a movie... Sometimes I can't find the motivation to sit down for two hours and watch a movie. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I can't commit mm-hmm. to a two-hour movie, but I can commit to... A 20-minute episode of a yeah. show that turns into, like, eight episodes that you watch and it ends up being longer than the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. It just feels different. Mm-hmm. 
and it's acceptable somehow. Whereas like a two hour movie just feels like a big task. Oh, it does. Totally. And it's the same way with any other thing where it's like, if it's one big project, it's harder to do than if there's like 10 little things that go together. Totally. Good metaphor. (laughs) Uh, Binge watching is now a metaphor. (laughs) Or analogy. I'm not quite sure which. Did I say like or as? I think so. That's a simile. Wait, no. Similes are without like or as, right? No, similes are with. With. I haven't taken English in a long time. Oh, God. I'm starting to wish we had marketing classes. Yes, me too. So many places. I still have all the slideshows, though, from Gavin's course. So I want to go through and... Am I going to reread it? (laughs) I want to, but will I? Yeah. It's the problem of sitting down and getting something done. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get my ass out to a coffee shop. Mm. I texted you that last week. I'm like, I'm going to spend the day at the yeah. coffee shop, like applying for jobs. Did I do that? No, I did not. No? No. I don't know. That apartment just like keeps me cooped up. Yeah. Here it's I am making excuses. Like I shouldn't be making excuses. I should mm-hmm. be able to do this. Yeah. Excuses are just so easy. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a social obligation, like a work obligation, it's so easy to make an excuse. Yeah, it right? is. Like work, it's just like, well, it's work. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But social obligations, even though I want to be doing it, I, I find ways not to. <laughs> but then in hindsight, like you look back and think that excuse was so lame. Like you should oh, they, have just done they it. They know like, that it was bullshit. Like when something's planned so far in advance you, mm-hmm. and when you get the, the plan or the invite, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to go to that party. That's going to mm-hmm. be so fun. And then it comes up and you're like, fuck no I'm not getting out of off of this couch like yeah I find I have a problem with things being abstract and sounding good Mm -hmm. and then when it becomes a reality I'm like oh fuck no yeah what no yeah right like whether it's a party whether it's a project Mm -hmm. whether it's like something for work Mm -hmm. if it's like a little ways off I'm like oh yeah that sounds pretty sick like we can start figuring that out next week and then, like, and then it quickly approaches. It it comes, and it's like, <laughs> oh wait, shit! This is actually gonna take effort. Like, I didn't expect that. I mm-hmm. thought it was just a fun idea. Mm-hmm. I actually have to do it now. Whoops. Do you think like this mindset is like part of the way we grew up? Should we blame it on like <laughs> millennials? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Because like. We want things for ourselves mm-hmm. and we can envision ourselves working for it, but it's just taking that step to do that. Why can't we do yeah. that? Well, a lot of people can. I'm not oh, going to yeah. justify yeah. that and say that everyone is like this, but I've talked to quite a few people that are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. To some extent, like, I think part of my problem is I never really had to work for anything growing up Mm -hmm. like yeah straight white male all that (laughs) so i i will not deny that i do Mm -hmm. have privileges in that way Mm -hmm. um i grew up in a middle class ish family Mm -hmm. like the house is small but we never struggled for anything and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but, like, I'm a fucking smart kid. (laughs) Like, I skipped a grade Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. in kindergarten because I was doing like grade three shit or something. He's advanced. So I did a half a year of junior kindergarten, half a year of senior kindergarten. Okay. So I never learned. I never had difficulty with homework. I never had to study for tests. Even up through fourth year of university, I never had to study for a test. Wow. I never did. God bless you, Evan. (laughs) I would sometimes read my notes Mm -hmm. or, like, do flashcards with a friend. But, like, there was no, like, late night study sessions, Mm -hmm. like, me highlighting things, going through the textbook. None of that shit. (laughs) I wish. I did a lot of that. (laughs) So, in a way... I've really never had to work for anything. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm like, oh, I want this, it's not as easy as getting an okay grid on a test. It takes work. So, yeah, I'm a privileged-ass bitch. And now (laughs) I'm less privileged because I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. And I got to do shit for myself. I feel you. And it sounds like super whiny, which I think is like (laughs) the millennial thing, right? Like they just want handouts. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to work. I do, because, like, that's how I keep myself from being sad all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But I don't know. I guess I just want to choose exactly what I have to work towards Mm -hmm. and when I'm going to do it, I guess, which is very selfish. We basically want our future told to us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah, I need direction. Every episode of Midnight Musing, I shit on the school system. It's becoming a recurring bit. Um, But, like, we grew (laughs) up. We got told what class we were put in. We got told what our assignments were. We got told the deadline. Mm -hmm. So I feel like now we have to think for ourselves in a way that we've never had to think for ourselves before. Right. Everything was just given to us, like, yeah, this is where you go. This is what you do. This is when it has to be done by. Mm -hmm. And now that it's like, live your life. People are like, who the fuck do I report to? And who am I? And like, like the answer is you have to report to yourself. Yeah. But and you can't do that until you really know yourself yeah, and you know tough. what you want to do. And that's the hardest question. Yeah. And I think in some ways, like, I know the person I'm going to be in five years, ten years, one year probably, mm-hmm. is not the same person that's me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, why do I get to make the decision for future me who's going to be a different person? Ah. Right? Another excuse. (laughs) How how do I know that future me is going to like what I picked? How do I know I'm going to be happy? You'll know if you don't like it, and Mm -hmm. then that gives you another direction to go into. Yeah. It just sucks that you have to figure out what you don't like. Yeah, and then you're going to go through an abundance of change, Mm -hmm. and change also sucks. (laughs) Yeah, oh, I'm awful with change. Mm -hmm. It's it's the same deal of like, it's in theory, it's in theory, you get used to it just being a potential thing, and then it happens, and you're like, shit, what? Not ready. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like even this move, like I moved three weeks ago to Toronto from living with my parents Mm -hmm. for the summer after I graduated. And, like, it's not that the move was hard or that I didn't want to do it, but, like, your mindset doesn't flip on a dime. It can be really weird to just kind of go from, like, well, my parents are figuring out what dinner is and, like, (laughs) they take out the trash and all that shit. Mm -hmm. 
to like everything's on me, which is the same thing as the school system. Yeah. But it's just a different crutch that I don't want to use. Yeah. Like, I really don't want to be this way. Me neither. (laughs) But why can't we change? But your mindset can't flip on a dime. Right. We're, like, trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's hard as shit. And it's more work that I don't necessarily... Well, I want to do, but I'm not motivated to do. Yeah. Because this mindset has worked for the last 21 years of my life. Mm -hmm. So... Now it isn't going to work that way. And that's a big portion of your life that you have to like change your way of thinking mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But you know what the saddest part is? We haven't even got to the rough part yet. Yeah. We really have not. No. It's, it's really... It's really weird because like, this is the hardest it's ever been, but it's not hard. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to handle it. I think it's mentally. Yeah. It's mentally draining. Yeah. And that's the hard part. The way part. I'm handling it is by curling up on the couch and binging grays with my girlfriend. Yeah. Instead of actually and, sitting down yeah. and dealing with it. And like, obviously that's not sustainable. Exactly. But I also don't know how to change the mindset and get motivation to do things I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. except for the threat of, like, not being able to pay rent. Yes. Like, that is the number one motivator right now, mm-hmm. is I moved into this gorgeous new apartment. How am I going to pay like, for it? Like, who's going to pay? Because I don't want to fall back on my parents again. Oh, my God, no. Right? I... Like, they have offered everything in the world to me because they are great people. Mm-hmm. But I know I need to do it myself. Yeah. I just don't know how. Yeah, me too. And the answer is not watching Grey's with my girlfriend. Yeah, we know deep inside of ourselves what the answer is. But how do you get off the couch? Exactly. It's getting to that next yeah. step. Getting the motivation yeah. <laughs> to do it. Um, I had a thought, though, when you were saying that. Like, Do you think... All the fairy tale endings we see in TV shows and stuff like that attribute our mindset now, like thinking that everything's gonna work out in the end, so it's okay, like we can put this off. Um, to, to, I think to an extent, probably, where it's like you, we grew up watching people that are like the slacker guy or whatever, and then things just like happen to him, mm-hmm. and that's how he figures out who he is. Right, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it was his destiny to find out that he was the king of whatever or whatever. Um, so like, I feel like a lot of people are waiting for something to happen to them rather than actively doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm definitely guilty of that, Mm -hmm. where it's like, but then I guess that depends on if you're like introverted or extroverted, or like me, ambiverted, I guess, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's what I am, because it totally depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Yeah. So I think, especially because we are media people, we've been told in so many classes about like how media impacts people. Mm-hmm. And so we think maybe we're better than it because we can recognize it. Right. But it also started when we were babies. 
So the fact, just because we can recognize it doesn't mean we're immune to it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like probably in a way, like, we are waiting for that, like, Disney prince to come save us from whatever bullshit we're going through. Mm -hmm. Like Corey. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's my, when's my fairy godmother coming? And that's just going to give me the perfect job that pays well and the hours aren't too crazy. Meets and it's literally every, like, And it's check. close to where I live and mm -hmm. I love everyone that works there. And, like, all that. Like, that's never going to happen. No one's going to just hand that to you. Right. But I think, in a way, yes, I am kind of just waiting for that. Yeah. I mean, like, what are we waiting for, realistically? Death? True. <laughs> Very dark turn. <laughs> I uh, mean, if we don't do anything, yes, we will die. And we'll yeah. die I a think, very sad, lonely oh, death. Yeah. I think it's interesting that very fatalistic humor has become popular. Because mm -hmm. everyone has, like, admitted to being stressed out and anxious and depressed. And, mm -hmm. and that, so I think it's, I don't know. I think it's interesting that people are admitting they have problems. Mm -hmm. And now we got to figure out how the fuck to fix it. Yeah. Because if it's a, if it's a problem that affects the entirety of society, like if it's like motivation and depression and not being happy with your life, like how do you change an entire world? Yeah. Like that's a huge problem. Yeah. Like it's not within my scope to figure that out. Mm -hmm. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to read the definition of okay. the types of motivation. Okay, yeah, I think that's an interesting way. Because, so, like, I, I've gotten flack on this podcast for just, for not having, like... Facts? Facts and sources. It's just my bullshit emotions. So, yeah, let's get some, let's get some facts. Okay, so... The, the types of motivation. According to the online web, the World Wide Web... There are two types of motivation. So there's intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Okay. So intrinsic is, um, it means that the individual's motivational stimuli are coming from within. The individual has a desire to perform a specific task because its results are in accordance with his belief systems or fulfills a desire and therefore importance is attached to it. So the examples of this are traits like acceptance, curiosity, honor, independence, order, power, social contact, and social status. Okay, interesting. And then extrinsic motivation says that the individual's motivational stimuli are coming from the outside. So in other words, our desires to perform a task are controlled by an outside source. Note that even though the stimuli are coming from the outside, the results of performing the task will still be rewarded for the individual performing the task. Right. So, I can't say the word. Extrinsic, extrinsic motivation is external in nature. The most well-known and most debated motivation is money. Examples of extrinsic motivation would be things like employee of the month award or getting a, a benefit package or right. bonuses. Um, or organized activities. Okay. So out of that, what would you say you are? I would say probably extrinsic. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think, like, employee of the month no, sort of shit really matters to me. No, that doesn't really do it for me. me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's more of just the expectation that something has to get done. Mm-hmm. It's not like... The... I think the fact that it 
it's coming from outside of you like individuals are mm-hmm. like waiting for you to do something yeah and money and money too i'll be yeah <laughs> but then there's also traits within the intrinsic motivation that i could relate to like it says um the acceptance portion we all yeah. need to feel that we as well as our decisions are accepted by our coworkers. like you want to but feel isn't like- that extrinsic kind of because you're good point like I, but I, you feel the acceptance within yourself right you yeah you're motivated by yourself to be accepted like you do things so that others you're right that is kind it of feels confusing. it feels extrinsic because it's the expectations of others that you're trying to satisfy right i think in a way we're seeing this trait as being extrinsic because yeah that's the motivation we relate to yeah Hmm. I I feel the same way about I think the last one you said was like social status or something. Yeah. Which we, I also I feel the same way about. Like you are We all have the need to feel important. Yeah, there's the external culture that has expectations and if you satisfy those expectations, you can be popular. Mm-hmm. It's not like well, I'm going to be popular today. Right. That doesn't just because I'm motivated to be popular doesn't mean the world is going to accept gonna work. me. Right? Yeah. And it's the same with any job. Like, I'm going to get this job. Okay. That guy decides, not me. Yeah. Totally. So. So we're in agreement. Extrinsic <laughs> is pretty much the defining motivator. Mm-hmm. I get intrinsic motivation. Like... I want to do things for me, mm-hmm. but oftentimes that's doing nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think that it just all boils down to accountability. Yeah. Which... When, when it comes to, like, relaxing, weird, weird question. When it comes to relaxing, can you relax if there is nothing to do? No. God, no. No, I always feel like I need to be doing something. And then when I sit down, there's a voice in the back of my head that says, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing Mm. this. And then I I can't relax because I'm stressed out about not doing that thing. Right. I'm kind of the opposite way. Okay. Where if there's nothing for me to do, no expectations of me finishing anything, I'm not relaxing, I'm bored. Okay, yeah. But... If there is something I'm expected to do and I'm doing nothing, that is somehow more relaxing. Really? Yes. Where it's just like, I'm going to sit down and enjoy this episode of Grace because I'm going to enjoy it more knowing I'm not doing work. Right. And see, in my head, I'm not going to enjoy it at all because I'm worrying about getting it done. Yeah. That's an interest. It's interesting. Like, if there's literally nothing going on. I will try to find something to do, mm-hmm. which I guess is intrinsic motivation. Yeah, that's true. Um, but once there is something I have to do, whether it's as simple as like do the dishes or like get a job, you lazy bum. Like <laughs> that's when I can kind of, that's when I enjoy my, my vegetative state more. Okay. Because I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I'm I admire it. that. I honestly wish I could do that, but 
It just means I'm not getting anything done, though. That's true. In either way, nothing's getting done. Stuff like that just makes my blood pressure just skyrocket. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. But in the end, I do get off the couch and do something. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's always in the back of your head. Yeah. So, how are we going to get better? Oh, how are we going to get better? I think we need, like, coping mechanisms. In the end, it's basically just get better at shaming yourself into doing things. Yeah. Right? But see, I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. I have a very, like, negative... I don't want to say that, but... There is a voice in my head that's very negative towards me that oh, yeah. tells me that I don't deserve things, that I shouldn't be doing some things, that I should be better. You know what yeah. I mean? So, don't know where I was going with that. Would it be more motivational if that ha- if that little voice inside your head was nice to you? I honestly think so because, like, I have a lot of self-doubt with that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, that voice is saying, like, you're not going to be able to do that. Like, you're not yeah. qualified enough for that. Right. So maybe if it was switched into a more positive vibe, I could be in a better spot. Right. Because then you can enjoy your rewards that you give yourself. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the rewards actually mean something. hmm But is that just, like, a Pavlovian effect? Like, Pavlov's dogs, where it's like, you do something, you get a treat. It's true. And then, like, okay. Then what? Are we that simple? But I think my mind would be much healthier. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that would be the true reward. Yeah, is not (laughs) hating yourself. (laughs) Oh, it's got dark. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is. It's saying those things that you just say to yourself at night. Mm -hmm. This is what keeps me up at night, literally. So it does feel good to get it off my chest. If someone's going to take a lesson away from this. What would it be? I think it depends on how you motivate yourself. But if you're in the situation of us Mm -hmm. being extrinsic motivators or however I want to put that, Mm -hmm. um, I think you really need to rely on accountability and the support from others Mm -hmm. to motivate yourself. Um, Like you said, I think deadline should be a really important factor to get yourself motivated to get something done Mm -hmm. but it's also not the end of the world if you don't hit the deadline as long as it's something you assigned yourself yeah exactly but then again aim for it aim for it exactly in the end we we have to try exactly if you're not going to try then there's no point to anything we have the mindset to know that we need to do these things. It's just a matter of taking those steps, and that's just what we need to do. Mm. It's just taking the effort mm-hmm. and uh, getting off getting off my butt. I think go to a coffee shop, go to a restaurant, get out of your bubble, mm-hmm. and get into society with other people, and then that can be your way of keeping yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And talk to people about the stuff you want to do. Mm-hmm. because like even if it's like a dumb little idea like uh, starting a podcast if you talk to someone they are more likely to support it mm-hmm. even if they might have like problems with it and give you the tools you need to start it whether it's yeah. mentally or physically like they might have advice or like a cautionary tale but like i'd say 
most people are going to support you and like will encourage you. Mm -hmm. So like if that's what you need, like talk to someone, a friend, a family member. I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. But like your friends like you, believe it or not. (laughs) If not, they would not be your friends. Exactly. So like if you want to try something, tell them and then, you know, if you don't do it, they'll be like, what about that thing you wanted to do? Where and not that? in a mean way. Mm-hmm. They're like just invested in you as a friend mm-hmm. and they want to see shit that you're doing. It's just like my family every time I see them. So mm. h- how's the job hunt going? How's uh-huh. the job hunt going? Oh, it's going. Yeah. As long as it doesn't get to the point of pestering, <laughs> which mm-hmm. kind of kills motivation where it's like, yeah, like I'm doing do it. This. Relax. Yeah. Stay out of my shit. Yeah. Like hopefully like it it can be kind of reciprocated maybe where it's Mm -hmm. like you know we're accountable to each other about different things or maybe you team up with someone about to do something Mm -hmm. and as long as you both have the same expectations you can really like bounce ideas off each other and excel faster than you thought you would alone Mm -hmm. well it's just a matter of doing shit which is the hardest thing to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> and obviously we don't know the answer but like we're trying we're no experts here but, <laughs> but we're, we're trying to figure it we're out putting our best foot forward <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right that was my conversation with mallory about motivation I'm sure the issues that we're experiencing aren't unique to us. I don't think lack of motivation is particularly rare. But like we said, if you take anything away from this show, it's that, hey, you gotta give it a shot. If you're, if you're gonna give it a shot, that means you gotta start somewhere. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. If you'd like to stay up to date with me and my goings on you can follow the podcast's twitter account at underscore midnight musing or the parent account of the network at thunderdog radio on both twitter and instagram leave a review on itunes let me know what you thought or you know shoot me a tweet um let me know if you've found any coping mechanisms for your lack of motivation or procrastination issues because I could I could really use some tips still. And that's where we'll wrap up for this episode. Like I said, come back in two weeks for the next one. And until then, I'll see you next midnight. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog podcast. <laughs>